Your case is important and can still be effectively handled during this time by 1-800-HURT-911. Things needed when you're injured in a car accident. Number one, a doctor. Number two, a lawyer. Luckily, 1-800-HURT-911 has them both. Take your recovery to the bank. Accidents still happen. Hurt 911 has doctors to help you recover and experienced attorneys that can get you the compensation that you deserve. You must get your car accident injuries properly treated and documented. No treatment, no case, no case, no cash. Partner with the best attorneys in Atlanta if you've been injured in a car accident. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. Hey, this is Cal from the Half and Half Morning Show on the Bear 92.5. You're rolling with my man, Caddy, the hardest working man in broadcast. Man, we go way back. How long has it been now, Caddy? What, about 100 years? You remember the days of the bug board, mamas, cowboys? Here's Caddy and Donna with my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Hi. Um, okay, I'm asking for a friend, but do you think that there's potentially a dark web for spa services right now? Uh, I, I would imagine so. I mean, there has to be some sort of back-end user group that could like color some hair, do a pedicure. I sliced a pineapple with my right thumb nail the other day. Okay, that's gross. It's so long and sharp. I could put an eye out with it right now. I know. And I know it sounds trivial in what we're facing right now, but it's just, it's like these little things that make you feel like human and normal. And I just, I can't, we talked about it last pod. I can't color my hair anymore. Well, you're trying. I've done it. But I mean, I think I get, I get it done. And then like, it's almost time to start over again. It's just like, oh gosh. Yeah. You got multicolors going on. I'm colorblind. I can't really tell, but I know that you bring home a different box about every other day. I'm holding. I'm holding on. And you even uh, bring the kids into it and they help you to. I'm teaching them valuable life skills, life lessons. They can get a license, a certificate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What was your Hype 57, Core 57 Hype song on the way here today? My mm. Core 57 Hype song was um, by JT, Justin Timberlake. It's Mirrors. Okay. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs that he does. Um, he always does it live at the very end too. And it's just like. They turn up the lights in the arena and everybody's just like singing and clapping along. Anyways, it's from his uh, 2020 Experience album. We're big JT fans. We've seen him quite yeah. a bit. And you've always said that's your favorite song. Love that. That he's song. done, ever, ever released, ever recorded. Yeah, it's a, just a great song. Um, what about you? What was your Core 57 hype song? I have been dissecting the new Sam Hunt project. Oh, it's getting a lot of rave reviews. Yeah. I want to add to the Core 57 hype song playlist a song from Sam Hunt on the new uh, project called Southside. It's the next to the last song. You know, I'm in that new listening phase. I've only had it downloaded for like three days. And uh-huh. so I don't know all the titles, but it's the next to the last song called, uh, it's called breaking up was easy in the nineties. That's the name of the song. Yes. And it talks about how back in the nineties, you just broke up with somebody on the phone. True. You didn't have to see their social media and see where they were or what the, the snap map, you know, to see if they're sitting in a, parking lot at right. the high school football stadium or right. something. You don't get to, you don't, you didn't have to see them with their new flame or new boyfriend or girlfriend. You can I'm, kind of move on. I'm sick of sitting at the house, dying on my phone, wishing I was somewhere. I can be alone. Try to let you go. Something always reminds me. I bet breaking up was easy in the nineties. I'm tired of getting drunk, tired of being free, tired of seeing pictures. I don't want to see girl. You're everywhere, everywhere, but behind me, 
I Bet Breaking Up was easy in the 90s. I had to, it took me a while to find a song that kind of grabbed me on this, this, this new project from Sam Hunt. It was the next to the last song, as a matter of fact. I also, though, remember listening to Montevallo. You know, this is only his second CD, Donna. Right. Montevallo was released in 2014. It's been six years since the new album uh, has been dropped. Wonder why? By well, Sam what's Hunt. The, what is the story there? I think a lot of it was finding the right songs, or found, well, also getting his relationship worked out and getting married. Yes. You know, um, he had a little bit of trouble in Nashville. Had a little bit of trouble in Nashville. Um. I think, though, it'll be interesting to see the album sales because we've talked about this before, about how with no street weeks, this right. is the point you brought up that I never thought about. With there being no street weeks for artists, you're not able to uh, you know, perform on the morning talk shows and late night talk shows and things like that. Plus, you've been, you've been gone. You've been off of the scene. You've been away from the music scene for six years. Yeah. I don't know that Sam Hunt. I want him to have a great week. I'm a big fan of his music. And I remember listening to Montevallo for the first time thinking, okay, this is different, but I like this. You, yeah. You were a big, big fan of Sam Hunt. I mean, still are. I think he is one of those artists that needs a good street. He, he almost needs a street week. Like, you know, there's some artists that if, if it's a Tim McGraw or, a, um, you know, Kenny Chesney, or Zach Brown, if you're a fan, you're, you get it. You know that you're going to listen to, you've been waiting for a new project and, and Sam Hunt fans have been waiting a long time. But I do think he, if you're not a huge Sam Hunt fan, he is one of those artists that could get kind of lost in the shuffle. You know, if he didn't, and he's, he is such a good looking guy, you know, and he's very charming and he's, he's good when he's doing media. So I think he probably may suffer a little bit from not getting that. But again, I think the labels are doing such a great job right now of being super creative. I was looking at, um, there's like a whole lineup and we'll try to maybe post it or something once a week maybe with the letter or something for, you know, the coming up, the week that's coming up where all the artists are talking about all the Instagram lives they're doing or Facebook lives kind of in one place. And it's a lot of artists, you know, so there are opportunities to connect with the artist. And someone was saying the other day that they actually feel like the artists are almost more accessible now because when I forget who it was, I think it was um, Lady Annabellum was doing a um, one of those type of, you know, it wasn't like a national living room thing, but it was one of their local Instagram lives. And anyway, this person had, you know, requested a song and was talking back and forth with Charles Kelly, because they're seeing the comments, you know, as they're scrolling up. So, you know, maybe it's ushering in this kind of new dynamic, where again, once touring comes back, it's not going to replace that. But it does give fans a bands a very intimate way to connect, you know, I participated in my first this week, Mark Wills, right? who lives in Woodstock, did one, um, and I jumped on there. I, and, and I even went on social media and, and tagged on my friends in the Buckboard, which yeah. is where Mark started. Yeah. The house band at the Buckboard Country Showcase. Buckboard Bandits. At Windy Hill and 41 in Smyrna. And uh, it was great to see him. And he also was interacting with the fans. Yeah. Because there, there are so many, you know, artists, and I, I've been told this before by so many of them, they recognize the hardcore fans that come right. to the shows all the time. They they accept your gifts. Right. Like they would not maybe someone on a first visit. They they know your names often, you know, and well, then I think you, that this solidifies that even more. They know if you're baking a cake, it's maybe your cat's not walking through it or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 11 cuts on Sam Hunt's South Side. Downtown's Dead was dead at Country Radio. So you can subtract that one. Uh, Ken Folks, I think, did okay. But cut number five, Donna, is body like a back road. Really? Why? 
Why would you take a song that was probably the song that brought you the most exposure and most success? Was it on the previous album? Yeah, it was on Montevallo. Maybe is it a remix? No, I listened to it thinking that, listen, if you're going to do this, do something different with it. But it was the exact same. I don't know. Maybe it's a it way to kind of reconnect song. people back no, to him. No, no, it's lazy. It's lazy. Oh, okay. It's lazy. Uh, Breaking Up was easy in the 90s. Add it to the Core 57 yeah. Hype Song Spotify playlist along with uh, JT. Yes. And you can download the Spotify app and listen to all the songs on the playlist. Core 57, Milton and Alpharetta City Center. Check out the virtual class schedule. All virtual workouts are on the Facebook Live page. And you can reach out to Colleen at Core 57 and ask to join the virtual community and support. Was that me? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll turn that down. Support local. Um, and you need to work out. And need your socialization. You need to work out. And need yeah. your socialization. That. Thank well, you, and, and they're Glad cranking it. They are. They're cranking out classes. They've got different instructors doing them. Um, so it's uh, these are great classes. Solid, solid classes to be taking right now. Do not buy a bike during a pandemic. Just in general, or you're speaking to me. I'm speaking to you. I Don't thought, buy a bike, much less two bikes. I, well, I was going to say I didn't just buy a bike. I bought two bikes. Well, let me tell you what happened. Well, please. So, you know, on a previous pod, I was talking about my my favorite episode, my favorite segment that everyone seems to just really love that gets us the highest ratings and what, downloads. This? So we can do that would again. be Appy, uh. the Get Appy feature. So I was talking about Zagster, Z-A-G-S-T-E-R. And the app is that you can go and it's kind of like a bike share. It, I don't even say rent a bike because you really don't pay that much. I, I haven't paid anything yet. Um, and I will tell you, after buying these two bikes for numerous reasons, this app is so genius. I knew it was before. But you, you know, I don't have a car. Like, I had to drive your truck to buy the bikes, to get the bikes to the Greenway. Like, it, it's so hard. And then the maintenance of the bikes. And then it, just everything. It was just like – and then they're – standing them up so they don't smush into each other and one of them's pedal doesn't get caught in one of them's chain i'm just telling you it was like a nightmare so all of that happened by the way every well, for, first every trip, scenario first trip to the greenway and okay. you offered to buy me a bike and i said you know what i just i'm well, let worried me start, you know, we need yeah. to save money that, okay that was well let me start with the fact <laughs> what that it was all about these know. were cheap i would bikes. have loved to have had a brand new bike no you wouldn't <laughs> Put your violin up. No. But they were less than 100 bucks. They, were, a they were cheap bikes. And they were the only two left on the floor at Walmart. And 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 Olivia loves bike riding. Flags right there. Well, and Olivia loves bike riding. I want to get, I want to keep them exercising and doing stuff. And it's a good way to spend time together. So I'm like, okay, we'll, we're going to get cheap bikes. I did have a couple things. I needed to have brakes and a gear because I can't get up a couple heels without a gear. gear. So that was a tall order for a $98 bike. Let me just tell you. So, <laughs> but you didn't really have a choice because there were only two on the floor. There were only two on the floor. Actually, and they were at two different stores. I didn't tell you that. No, you didn't. I had to get one at one store because there was only one and then one at another store. All right. So first <laughs> the, trip to the Greenway. The plot thickens. We're trying to load up the bikes in the back of my truck and the chain falls off of one, <laughs> which becomes, a, a, you know, <sighs> so that's one thing. Well, and, because the chain had gotten hooked on the pedal of the other bike. But and, you, yeah. you get the chain back on. Oh, well, I, Olivia did. Yeah. Okay. You come back from the Greenway, <laughs> and I'm like, how was your ride? Was it a beautiful day? I bet you had a great time, beautiful weather. And turns out you were not able to use <laughs> the second bike from the moment you dropped it on the asphalt at the Greenway. When that was Olivia's bike. so I Because get, it yeah. didn't have a chain. <laughs> 
The bike came from Walmart without a chain, and no one caught that until you got to the Greenway. I thought it was a chainless bike. <laughs> I didn't know. They were two totally different bikes. But, I mean, I wish you could have seen Olivia's expression because we're both blonde. And Olivia is very smart. Olivia's like, our 16 year Like her mother. Yes. Uh-huh. But we do have blonde moments. So we... <laughs> I got on my bike, which yeah, I'm ready to go. And I mean, that's a whole scene. I've got to put in my, my, you know, earbuds and I've got to get this like weird fanny pack <laughs> so I can carry my phone and my water. And so Olivia gets on her bike and she just pedals. <laughs> 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 the chain and the, the pedals are just spinning. <laughs> the pedals are just spinning. How, how long did it take her to realize that she didn't have a chain? She looked at me. She goes, Mom, I don't think I have a chain. <laughs> Did it take you long to realize that, that just you, 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 I'm dying. you rolled it out of Walmart without a chain? Or I did, did you think it had dropped in the garage? Here's or did you happened. think it was the let back me of my you, truck? Okay, let me tell you what happened. So I we bought the first bike, and we, we they didn't have the second bike. So when we went to the other Walmart, I said to Olivia, I'm not going to name the specific Walmart, but I got to stay in the truck because this other bike is going to get lifted out of, <laughs> out of the back of our tailgate. Wait, yes. So she goes in. To get the other bike because somebody had to stay in the truck, you know, to watch the other bike. So she went in, bought the bike, rolled it out, put it in the truck. I'm like, fantastic. She, she's like, I got it. Great. But I, I mean, we were just shocked. So then what we did was we took the bike without the chain, put it back in the truck. She rode the bike with the chain, barely. And I walked. What's going to be the end result? Because I think we're at a bike. We're at a bike, which we've established it was 100 bucks, really. Or that's what I've been told. I would imagine it was much more than that. No, it really wasn't. It was about it was a hundred dollars. Okay, so what are we gonna do? like? Are they doing exchanges and refunds at Walmart right now? Yes, I'm gonna return one bike because they're both in the back of my truck still. Right. Or the other thing is we can just get a chain, and our neighbor said he could put the chain on. Oh, that's so you reached out to the neighbor. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful. I think this is a week when a lot of people are going to struggle. And it's almost like getting hit your no-no square again because. Your no-no square? (laughs) Because spring break for most was going to be this week. And so that set in that you're not. Well, I get, listen, you've had a staycation since early March. So for those that weren't traveling, it's it's business as usual. But if you had a trip and we had nothing planned. No, but I will say like, and this is what's hitting everyone like. On Facebook, your memories come up. And so I've gotten one from New York that I sent to you. I got this amazing video from five years ago when we were on like a a cruise, a Royal Caribbean cruise, and I was um, zip lining on the boat. I don't know what it got one margarita in, clearly. But I mean, you know, you're getting all these reminders of all the these wonderful trips that you've taken in the past. And you feel you do feel bad. I mean, you feel you do kind of feel bad for the kids because it's just we feel bad for ourselves. But the monotony for them and not being able to see friends or we've we've um, done spring breaks where for whatever reason, we didn't travel. We stayed home. And that's different because Olivia said to me, well, we've done a staycation before. That's different. You can still go out and you can see people and you can go places. I mean, it is really a challenge right now. Thus the bikes, you know, and it'd be just to to get them out to do something, you know. So Monday I said to Charlotte, who is our. 14-year-old daughter, I passed her in the house, and, and she had come downstairs for the first time at like 3.30 p.m., 
And I said, hey, how are your studies going? How's school going? And she looked at me and put her hand on her hip. She said, dad, it's spring break. And I'm like, oh, crap. That's right. So they don't have any Makes work it even to harder. do. No, yeah, especially, again, if you're a working parent and you have young kids at home right now, we feel you because it's a tough time. I mean, it's hard to keep them engaged. And, again, you're trying to work. Work doesn't know spring break. you know. And that's that kind of stinks, too, because if you had taken time off for spring break, you probably put it back in the kitty. Because at this point, you want to work. You know, it, we're all afraid that if you don't work, you're, you're are you going to get paid. So, it's you're right. It's it's kind of a double whammy this week. I have come up with a great idea though. I would like to rent a baby right now, hmm. like from anyone who you know they could they could um, vet us out to make sure that we're who's know, us you and I that okay. we're COVID free, which we are. We could take a test, temperature, whatever we need to do. And then if you need someone to kind of watch over your baby for the day, I'm in. I am your woman. And you're you're the man. Am I? I think so. Because I, I don't I don't I don't I don't think so at all. Why? <clears throat> I sound like Sophia Choi <laughs> from Channel Two. Why? Huh? Why do you not I I've I've lived that. Been there, done that. I know, but just I, imagine why, for a why, day. Why with the uncertainty in the world right now would we invite a baby a, a stranger's baby? Because they're just so much fun Into and they bring home. joy. And like the best part is at the end of the day, we could like give it back, you know, okay. but I love that. So if you have a baby that you would like to rent out or, you know, whatever you want to do, we're here for you. We learned this week that they moved the masters, which was supposed mm-hmm. to be this week in Augusta um, to the weekend of November 12th through 15th. Let me tell you what's going on that weekend here in Atlanta now. November 14th is a Saturday. You're going to have the third round Masters. You're going to have Georgia versus Tennessee. And you're going to have Tech and Notre Dame. That's a busy weekend. Sunday, the next day, the 15th of November, you're going to have the final round of the Masters and Falcons with NFL football. I'm, I'm going to make me a pimento cheese sandwich. Like, for, have, you ever, have you ever been to the Masters? I never have been to, no. no. Yep, I've so been to Augusta one time. Make a pimento cheese sandwich and I'm just going to wander around my azaleas. In the backyard, sort of the same. You know, is that what you stumble, call it? Stumble around out is there. Is that what you call it? Getting the best brands and prices is always the mission at Gallery Furniture. Hit the showroom or website and check out some of the famous name brands, the closeouts, the overstocks. Um, the Gallery Furniture in Gainesville is not even authorized to advertise. Something for all of your home needs and all at great prices. So whether you are looking for a dining room table, a king-size bed for your master, a sofa for your living room, Gallery Furniture in Gainesville has you covered with many brands and styles. And at Gallery Furniture on Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville, they offer uh, also offer financing to you. So it's a one-stop shopping family business. Been in Gainesville for thirty years now. You remember Ask for the Wolfman? If not, put a Google on that. And all the commercials from the past that are going to pop up with Wolfman and Donna. And, of course, Ask for Donna became just as famous as Ask for Wolfman. And now Donna's daughter, Marilyn, is running the ship in Gainesville. I know. And I'm seeing all these great memes right now where we need the Wolfman. Like in times like this, we need the Wolfman. And it's so true because it's such a simpler time. But, um, yes, Ask for Donna, they are still open for business. Again, they are um, doing things in a smart way, as everyone is. And they've changed a little bit of their business strategy right now. But they are still open for business. They're delivering financing on site. So um, we keep saying this. I cannot beat this drum enough. Shop local. Shop local because they're giving locally. Um, And now you want to re-sign up for the letter so that you can – um, get back into the running for the second act for your living room. And to do that, text left on red, R-E-D, no spaces, to the number 22828, Gallery Furniture, Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Donna continues 
to find and sort family photo albums. I, I didn't know that there were this many photo albums in in our neighborhood, much less in two cabinets in our home. And did you find two pics? No. I mean, I'm working on well, it. What there's, fun is this going to be? Well, there's surprises. Is that it? <laughs> What's well, hard, I will be honest with you, it's really hard to narrow it down to two. So I'm going to find two really good pictures. And they're going to be two of you, because we did a lot of pictures with me last week. They're going to be two of you with artists, um, country music artists. Ooh. But they're going to be older pictures, like from your mullet days, perhaps. You know? Well, I'm, And your vest. Remember you wear that, like, ski vest with a t-shirt. And a mullet. Really? Yeah, no, but it was cute. It's always winter somewhere. In my Kicks 115? <laughs> In your picture, yeah. That little picture yeah. photo you With did. my glasses on? That was yes. the first, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, publicity photo or whatever that I yes. made in 94. I was 19 years old. That may it. be one of the pictures. I don't think so. Well, I don't think so. But we decided that uh, in, in this Saturday's letter, we're going to continue with a post and uh, just a, you know, a handful. We're not going to do eight like we did last week, but just a you know a handful of the photos that we've run across. Uh, one that we will definitely publish in the letter is Will peeing in the mushroom at Lake Leonard Island's Beach and Water Park. And, you know, back in the the healthy radio days, we did quite a bit, both stations, Kicks and Wild Six and Eagle even, with Lake Leonard Islands. And we always did different events through the year. Will is 20 now, but he was probably how old in this particular picture? Four, five. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm live on the air literally talking on the air and someone comes over to me with the station and says, caddy wills ping in the mushroom. Right. And I looked at it's like <laughs> one of the water elements right. at, at the beach and water park. And so I looked to my right and there is will who has his little swim trunks pulled down below his knees <laughs> and his danger. And he's what? Okay. And he's ping in the mushroom I, on the mushroom. Yeah. I was like, Donna, Donna <laughs> on the air. Donna, would you please, I don't know where you are, but if you don't mind, come and gather our son. Yes. Who is peeing in the mushroom? I would never say will. This story's been told so many times in our family. I know. It's going to be a great picture. I think that's going to be one of those pictures that, you know, how when you get married and they do the slideshow. Yeah, yeah. That's going to pop up. That'll be a good one. Another photo that will be included in the letter this Saturday is uh, I don't know who took it, but I've seen it my entire adult life. This is when I was 15 years old. And it was the first time that I ever cracked a mic on the radio. And this picture was snapped. My eyes are shut and I'm taking off my headphones because I had just ended my first break on the radio. And I was a, God, I was 15, maybe a sophomore. Crazy. In high school, I guess, working for a rock station in Charlotte. and The overnight shift, right? Yes. I worked 4 to 6 a.m. Unbelievable. And mama would take me and drop me off. Um, and then she'd come back at six o'clock and pick me up and I'd go home and shower and go to the bus stop. And mom would, she was a public school teacher. So she would go on to teach middle school. I don't what, know where Jujana was. My sister. Wouldn't you get knows. sleepy like after lunch? Sure or something? I would. But yeah. you know, the agreement was as, as long as your grades aren't affected, right. I'll continue to allow this to happen. And I was not, not going to allow this to happen. I have wanted to be in broadcasting since I was six, seven, eight years old. So what the station was W was XRC. XRC the yeah. Rock. I was also, uh, uh, on the air, I was Rock and Hide. That's what I was going to say. What was your name on Rock and Hide. Rock and Hide. And then I was uh, also uh, the Raccoon. Rocky the Raccoon. Rocky the Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was always told, you know, I'm not a big Beatles fan. Never listened to any of their music at yeah, all. Yeah, that's a, that's a song. Is it? Yeah. I was always told maybe yeah. that's where it came from. Yes. Okay, Donna. I, I, this thing that you do not like the Beatles. I mean, how can you be or in Elvis. music? Oh, my gosh. You're going to like 
half of the listeners just no. Like, that's, I've always been very unplugged. honest about that on the air. I know through the years. I just I don't get the Beatles. Never been a fan. And Elvis, you know, I get what they did for music. There's no question about that. But yeah. just not a fan of their actual music. Right. So Donna's going to pick out two uh, bonus picks to include in the letter this Saturday. We are seeing on social media a lot of kids and young adults passing time by rearranging their rooms or painting their rooms or putting up light. Those like light, like Olivia has them in her room. Those lights that change different colors that like have to be stapled on the wall and they go all the way. They're like runway lights, you know, she ordered them from Amazon and literally put them up in a day. And I'm like, okay, when's the plane landing? It's crazy. And here's the thing about your kids. Like, well, I should say my kids. I'll, I take ownership always of mine. I don't know what yours are doing. Probably the same thing. They're up all night. Like, they're staying up until probably two and three o'clock in the morning and doing these like massive DIY room projects. I got up at four o'clock one morning this week and went to the kitchen to get some water. And I heard Charlotte upstairs in her room. Okay. That's not healthy. We've got to get on this. I'm so tired though. Like I fall asleep and I don't, you know, like I'm, I keep saying, please don't stay up late. I'm trying to like charge phones downstairs, but you know, let it go. It's let it go. again. So we had a conversation with the kids, a funny conversation with the kids at the dinner table. And we were laughing. I said, listen, you guys could paint your rooms right now for all I care. I wouldn't say a word. You yeah, know, if you want about that. Well, but we've never been stickler. Your bedroom is your bedroom. Right. Like you, you know? can put up posters or what, you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. When I was growing up though, that was not acceptable <laughs> at all. Not yeah. at all. Like if my mother saw a piece of scotch tape on the wall, hide, she come in smoking her cigarette with her hair and curlers, her house coat with her slippers. Almost like the the sheriff. Is that a staple on your wall? And it would be holding up like my Live Aid We Are the World poster or something, you know? And Mama No, it's she could know. hear it from anywhere. She could. She would hear that staple because you know you you you, you flatten it out. Well, you yeah, flatten you it, it out, long. and then you yes, and then you bam, you know, you pop it on your wall through your Safe Ferris poster or whatever you had. Right. And Mama would hear that. Did I just hear a stapler? <laughs> And she come padding in there again with her Kent King in her hand, <sighs> blowing it in your room. <laughs> <laughs> that was unacceptable. Because your room kind of wasn't your room. Like it was your room, but your parents sort of had domain over what it looked like. You know, what, what you could put up and everything. Mine weren't as strict, but the funny thing about Grammy, that's what we call your mother. Is that Grammy, a nail? <laughs> Hide is that a nail? Do I do I need do I need to come in there? I see a nail. But she's Mama, con- Mama, it's not a nail. She's continued to do this. Like yes. when we were at the mountain house, we would bring you know every time we would come up, we would bring maybe a different like print or something that we were going to hang on the wall. And we had this elaborate like ruse where I would say, "You go in there," because she would see us bringing in. The print. Like a, a, a picture of a, a print of a bear. Exactly. A black bear. Yeah. And she's like, you know, or I don't know. And she she would say, where are you going to hang that? And we're like, oh, in our room. And she's like, so then it would start the whole conversation. Like, do you have a leveler? Do you have um, no. a, a hanging, you know, a picture hanging kit or whatever? No. So I would tell you like, go, go in the kitchen. And then I would get like a rogue spaghetti can and just bang the nail on the wall. <laughs> I'm making noise. <laughs> so my mother, Grammy, she wouldn't hear it. And then she would come in like a day later and be like, that's not hung crooked. I mean, that's not hung straight. It's kind of leaning to the right. Did you not use your leveler? 
<laughs> Where's your leveler? <laughs> no, Mom, we didn't use a leveler. We don't have a leveler. Um, been, you know, as as you have been, I'm sure too, checking in three or four times what you normally would with your parents with everything that's going yeah. on. And yeah, uh, we sent Mom an Instacart. She lives in Hickory, yes. North Carolina, about an hour outside of Charlotte. But you were you, you brought that up, and, and thank you for that. You know, because yeah. well, she was just so impressed. You know, you just, but she was so want, she was so concerned that the, her shopper was not going to be able to find. Well, wow, they're going to know where I live, right? I said, "Well, Mom, they have your address." Well, still, there's a lot of streets out here in Hickory. They've never been here before. <laughs> she said that to me, and I said, "Mama, there's there's navigation. We use Instacart. They come come straight to your house. Everything's fine. There's they'll leave them in the garage." You know, what do you need? And, and and so she gave me this list of maybe 12 items. And, and, and one was this rogue yellow onion. Yeah. And I had to ask. I said, Mama. Because it was like fudge, fudge, pecan, swirl right. brownies and, <laughs> and fig newtons and some Maxwell House coffee and a pretty basic grocery list, you know. And then there was just this rogue onion. And I said, Mama. I said, I'm just curious. What's the onion for? Well, I may make some spaghetti sauce. Okay, Mama. Well, your onion's on the way. Your you know, but she was just it. mesmerized by the whole Instacart thing. I think that technology right now is like it is a challenge for people. Hide is that a nail <laughs> for older people? I mean, we've Get talked. Eyes. We've talked about before, like Al. You know, so my mom and Al right now. My mom and Al, her hundred um, year old boyfriend. We've talked about them quite a bit, but they are in an assisted living place, um, probably about. 10 minutes from us, but they're on lockdown and you cannot, they can't come out of their room and no one can go into the facility. And it's obviously it's for their safety. And I, I appreciate that and understand it. It is very, very hard to not see and hug your parents and make sure they're okay. Um, so Al, believe it or not at a hundred years old can semi use FaceTime. Like when I'm there, I help him, you know, sort of get the screen in the right direction. But a couple of times I've called like shooting a vent. Yes. So a couple of times I've called him and he's like, it's so funny. He's like, How are you? Oh, you look so you look good or whatever. And he's shooting like yes, like a the the fan that goes around a circle. And I'm like, Al, can you bring the camera down? And then it's like all the way on the floor. It's like your vertigo is going crazy. I was so desperate to just to see them. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for this, but last night I took Olivia. Um, and there is a, this is crazy, but their, their, their place looks out into a courtyard. Okay. And so our thought was, because I've seen so many people going and just kind of standing outside people's windows and just saying, hello. Yeah. And that's, I was just going to call them and say, I didn't want to call them until I got there to make sure I could do it, which I couldn't, but I wanted to see if I could stand outside their place and just say hello. But again, in another fantastic blonde moment, Olivia and I both realized that the courtyard's on the inside of the building. Yeah. Which we still don't understand, really. I kind of do. Olivia does not understand at all. Olivia at the table last night, when y'all got back, we ate after you got back. Olivia was dumbfounded. She could not understand. Well, Dad, what do they do? Do they build a building and then just remove like a cookie cutter out of the center? I said, no, sweetie. <laughs> they build around the courtyard. Well, is there a roof? There has to be a roof. How do the bugs get in? Because I mentioned, you know, the bugs right. and the bees. I said, sweetie, there, there's not a roof. It's open air. It is confusing. If it, how is that confusing? Because when I'm in their apartment and I look out the sliding glass door, I see a patio and grass. But then we walked all the way around that building last night and mm. we could not find a patio with glass. So then I said, Olivia, I think it's in the inside of the building. So if you flew a drone over, you could see it, but you can't see it from outside. 
And said she still doesn't get it. She didn't get it. A, a day and a half later, doesn't get it. Yeah. Mama said, um, <laughs> I was talking to her one day, and I said, you know, what, how are you holding up? You know, how are you taking your medicine? How do you feel? What have you done today? Well, I went out to the carport and watched Doug Moe. Oh, this is your mom saying yeah, this? Yeah. yeah. Doug is, has been her lawn guy for, you know, decades. But, you know, that's all he does is just mow the lawn. Mama, though, and I flash back to my childhood because Mama would stand in the carport and watch mm. me mow. And every, I mean, she fought, she's got that cigarette. She's blowing. <laughs> and she stands in the carport and watches you literally like a like an eagle. You know, every move you make until you get that one piece done, that one. Would she say, hide? you missed then, a spot. Oh, absolutely. And then turn around and come back. She'd follow you all the way back. And I thought, wow, I bet Doug felt. He's probably like, yeah, please go back inside. Like, Jane. Yeah. It's the Corona. It's the, <laughs> there's a pandemic. And she's out here watching right me now. mow. Yeah. Well, you know what? God bless everyone. You just have to kind of keep up with people however you can. And you you know what? It is good to check in on them. And, and Instacart, this is not a sponsored thing at all. But I did think of your mother because I think what's happening too with older people right now is they're like, I'm fine. I've got everything because they're scared to go out. They don't want to bother anyone else to go into the stores for them. So um, it is a good way if, you, if your parents don't live her, here or even if they do, just go through and pick some rogue items and send to them, you know? Real estate is considered an essential service, and we're all doing what we can to mitigate the spread of COVID-19 in our community. Tracy Cousineau, and happy birthday week, too, to Tracy yes, Cousineau. happy birthday. Week. Tracy Cousineau, Real Estate Expert Advisors, is taking all precautions for employees, for their expert advisors, for co-op agents, clients, customers, and the community, and they're simply going about it slightly different than the normal real estate experts already well equipped to work from home. So business has continued as usual. The full team is ready to handle your home sale and or your purchase virtually online and also over. You want to get that? I mean, could you? That's not me. It's not me. Well, it's not me. Yes, it is. It's you. I'm off. Do you know how many people just like stopped their cars because they thought they got a text message? <laughs> it's not me. It is. Okay, continue. Okay, where was I? For sellers, Tracy Kuzner Real Estate Expert Advisors have launched an exclusive new revolutionary product, the Supercharged Virtual Listing System. And homes are selling smoothly. Homes are selling quickly. Tracy Cousineau, Real Estate Expert Advisors, they've decided to donate a portion of proceeds from every home sale to food banks in the Atlanta area and specifically must ministries going to donate a portion of proceeds from each home sale to must food ministries tracy that's cousin with an eau because you know tracy's going to sell your home 855 my expert we are a music podcast and we wanted to talk about a couple of songs eric church was a part of the uh acm the academy of country music awards big special on uh, in the past week, well, it was the you know the ACMs had to move because they couldn't um, obviously be broadcast from Vegas, so they moved them. I want to say when did they move them to in the fall, September, yeah, August, September. September. And so um, Keith Urban was supposed to host the awards, and um, you know 
obviously because of everything that's going on, they couldn't do it. So they kind of did um, a, a similar presentation as the iHeart where um, the artists were all from their homes. And these have just been great. If you haven't had the opportunity to look at them, you can go onto YouTube and look at them too. The performances are really great. You know, Miranda's was awesome. You know, just it kind of gives you an, a, again, an inside look into well, the their home well, yeah, and where in they live home. in their home. Yeah. It's kind of like all the local news media working from home. Yeah. You know, people that have been in your den and living room for years and now you're able to see what Glenn Burns, his backyard looks like, right? you know, or, or uh, David Chanley. Yeah. He's got his granddaughter on there and it, everybody's it, working from home. Yeah, so it does give everybody a different, a different take. And I think humanizes everybody. The song that Eric church performed though was a brand new song. It's called never break heart. And before he sang it, this is what Eric Church had to say. I have hope, and you should have hope. Since the beginning of time, people have gathered, and we will gather again. The important thing is to remember, to not fear, to be brave, and to endure. That's what this song is about. I reached out to a a friend of ours who is on Team Eric Church, and who's a great source for Eric Church info and stuff that's not really out quite yet. And I, I just asked in a text message, I said, hey, is, is this song available anywhere? What, what's going to happen with this song? And this this person said, uh, you know, right now it's just available for, for viewing on his YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know that there are any plans to release it. It was almost like he was just kind of moved to write it with everything that's going on. Don't let fear steal your brave heart. Don't let doubt take your faith heart. It's okay to cry, but don't ever break heart. That's a part of the chorus from Eric Church in the song that he premiered. Yeah, and he had a great thing where he said, you know, we will gather again. The world, we have always gathered. We've gathered for um, weddings. We've gathered for funerals. We've gathered for communion, you know. And um, he, it was just a great thing that he said to remind everyone that there will be some light at the end of the darkness. And we will gather again. Seek it out. It's uh, worth a, a listen or five. Eric Church, Never Break a Heart. Big and Rich. A lot of time spent on the last pod about our friends Big and Rich. They have released a song called Stay Home. Yeah, it's a great song. We're going to put links to both of these songs yeah. in the letter, which comes out Saturday. But the backstory about Big and Rich's Stay Home is they had just received a note from the Tennessee governor's office. And, they, and I'm sure the governor was asking a lot of country artists to participate in a PSA campaign, you know, to stay home. And, and John Rich read the bullet points for the public service announcement and basically just turn that into a song. I know it's great called stay home. And he was walking from uh, his studio into the house and his phone rang. And uh, this is big Kenny and, and John's on the phone going, listen to this and we got to do this. And uh, John had, again, basically written the PSA, but in song form, uh, it's a, it's an upbeat, yeah, big and good. rich style yeah. song called stay home and fun. I'd forgotten that, that John rich is also a host on Fox nation. Yes. He is unapologetically, very political and um, loves his country. So yeah, he's on Fox nation. Is there a hazardous level of callousness happening right now? Well, casualness too, you know, like just being casual. Think about zoom calls for business uh, and, and for school, Instagram live, Facebook live, I racing, which is something that NASCAR is doing. Um, are you more lax right now than you would be in an office setting? And I think that most are. Yeah, you have to be careful. We were talking about this. Like when you join a Zoom meeting, sometimes like I know this happens to us. I'm going to out myself here. But like everybody's on. 
but sometimes you don't know if someone's joined or if the audio's on or if they just have their audio off, but maybe they haven't turned their video on. Like you can kind of sneak into the meeting in a way. And if you're, you don't know if your boss is on, you know, you don't want to say something like, is he on yet? Or mm, where is he? You know, yeah, you do have to be careful. And I think people are, you know, you're kind of more jokey and stuff. You might tell jokes or I don't know, you know, say crazy stuff that you probably in an office setting, if you were sitting around a, a, a table conference, a conference room. room you probably wouldn't say you know and i do think you kind of have to be careful because you never know you never know who's listening you never know who's watching right and the story is about bubba wallace bubba wallace is a nascar uh, cup driver uh, nascar's been doing this eye racing thing which is basically uh, a bunch of nascar drivers racing one another in like a video game simulation but they're carrying it on network television and it's getting a lot of traction on sundays it is and it's a what they're calling a pro invitational series and that means they go back and recruit drivers that have been retired to to drive you know not everybody gets a slot right it's it's really competitive between the teams and the drivers even in this video game simulation um, well, it's, way, like way e-sport, it's like esports, you know. Bubba Wallace last weekend, I think they were doing the uh, Bristol track, the track of Bristol. And and Bubba Wallace is having a bad day, and he wound up rage quitting. This is a term used when uh, a player gets so angry while gaming that they just quit. They just quit. <laughs> They just like throw their consoler down, you know, their controller, and they're like, I quit. Rage quitting. So Bubba Wallace did that. I'm out. Peace out. After he uh, was tied up in a wreck, but was having a bad day prior to that. Bubba Wallace took to Twitter to mock the blowback from his decision to rage quit. And he made it known that he wasn't taking any of this seriously at all. He was kind of mocking the fans, like, oh, if you don't, you know, are you going to hold me accountable for this? You know, this isn't even real racing or whatever. Well, they didn't like it. One of Bubba Wallace's sponsors, Blue Emu, which is a joint muscle cream, didn't take too kindly to this this attitude that Bubba Wallace had. And they pulled their damn sponsorship. Can you believe that? In a video game simulation race. They said, Bubba Wallace, you embarrassed us. We're pulling. They were a brand new sponsor. Like, they were also going to be a sponsor on the track. Right. When, when they get back, back when we get back to racing later in the year. Well, and I think what they called him out on was quitting. Like, because their their commentary was, we don't support quitters. You know what I mean? Like, quitters quit. Like, it wasn't like he finished the race. And then, you know, even when you're live racing and, you know, you see them do those interviews afterwards. It can get pretty heated on who's like pushed who into a wall or who's done whatever. But you don't quit. Nobody, you don't stop your race car, you know, in the middle of the at, track. At the track. Yeah, and just get out and leave it there. People have to go around it, you know. <laughs> but he quit. And I think that's what struck a nerve with them was that, you know, it's like he he, he sounded like so wimpy, you know, like he couldn't grab his toys and leave. You know, he didn't like the way it was going and – and then, like I said, when he kind of mocked the fans, well, there's one thing you don't do in country music or NASCAR or, or really any sport is mock the people that support you, you know, and it did not go well at all. So there again, you know, you, you have to be so careful, obviously, so much more nowadays than what you used to have to be. But I mean, that's kind of common sense, you know. So just, you know, listen, if you wouldn't do it in person or live is it acceptable to do it while video conferencing now during a pandemic and the question is no or the answer is no right probably not yeah 
Can I come clean about something that I bought? Where's during the pandemic? Here we go. Where's where's this? Hold on. Well, you know how you're scrolling all the time on social media because yeah. you just have nothing to do. And P- I think people are scrolling so much that you know you've scrolled too much when you've like almost reached. Is there a bottom? I mean, like, is, <laughs> is there an end to Instagram or Facebook or is it just a continuous loop? But like, I guess if you get back to someone's like Christmas pictures, you're like, okay, it's probably time to go get a job. Okay. But there's all these amazing ads that are coming up on social media for like things to entertain yourself or buy. All right, where are we going with this? But it's so funny because like- Has it arrived? Is it at the house and you're hiding it? Not yet, but I mean, listen to this. There's millions of them. Like there's one we were talking about, and you know how we say social media listens to you? We were talking about how our dog's nails are getting so long and it is not easy to cut your own dog's nails. I saw something the other day that they're like selling. Is that what you bought? No, it's not what I bought. Okay, don't buy But I'm thinking I might get that next. What I Okay, well, get get to the point. What, what, what did you buy? Do you want me to land the plane? Please. Well, so what I bought are these life-size – I can't wait. I think we'll bring them here and Carl can do one too. They're life-size water balloons, okay? And you get – have you seen them, Carl? And you get inside of them and you, it's kind of like a sweater. So you get inside of it and you pull the water balloon up to your neck. Here's the thing. I got four. They come for, with four come two or four, but we needed four. But I think our inflator thing is at the mountain house. So Our inflator thing? Yeah. <laughs> so the air you, pump? Yes. So if you don't have an inflator thing for $10 more. <laughs> you they'll, could, they'll ship you an inflator you thing. You can get a mini How inflator. For $10 more, can you get a bicycle chain? Maybe. But you can get a mini inflator thing. Okay. So you pump them up, and then you basically have races in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they're going to be here for Easter. I cannot wait. And when we do it, what's we'll, the cost? Don't I mean? I think it's like twenty-two dollars for four plus ten dollars for the. It's thirty-two dollars, the, and then shipping for hours. No, I think the shipping for is hours. Free. See, hours. Hours. When fun. you bought the bikes, though, Donna, you thought there's going to be hours and days and weeks worth of. They're still going use. to be. There's I bet. I bet they pop first time they you jump on a rock in the backyard or something. I hope not, but we'll we'll videotape this when we do it and put it up so you guys can see. But I know everyone's seeing these things because I am. You want to buy them? They've added some new menu, uh, some new dinners to the menu dinner affair. Flaky tilapia. How about this? Caribbean tilapia with coconut rice. Mm. Flaky tilapia crusted with uh, jerk seasoning, onion, garlic, allspice, cinnamon, nutmeg, cayenne pepper. Some spicy island flavors, and then it's paired with jasmine rice flavored with rich coconut meal, uh, milk rather. Creates perfect balance. One of the many new menu uh, dinners been added to the menu at dinner affair. Meal kits are the best, and and we can tell you that they are because we have been customers and fans of Dinner Affair for years. Chef uh, chef prepared all the kits uh, by hand using only the most delicious high-quality ingredients. Designed to go directly into the freezer, which means less waste, more taste, no prep needed. Everything is ready to cook as needed. Guaranteed quick meals. No standing for an hour prepping and cooking. Everything that you need for your meal comes with your dinner that's wrapped in butcher paper, pull it out of the freezer 24 hours in advance to uh, defrost. Or I saw a tip on the dinner affair website, dinneraffair.com, A F A R E.com. Just, um, you know, if you don't want to think ahead or you forgot or whatever, you can just run them under hot water to defrost them. You know, the protein anyway, because right. that's really the only thing that's frozen in your dinner is the protein, whether it is fish steak, they have a uh, hibachi surf and turf combo, $30 off your first order. At dinneraffair.com, dinneraffare.com, dinneraffair.com. Love it. Now go spend some quality time with your loved ones.
Different meal packages for different size families too. Dinnerfair.com. Pod peeps, what do you got? Um, so Karen McKibben um, wrote to us and she said, Caddy, I absolutely love listening to the two of you. Tell us about your lives. Love the letter and the window of pictures into your photo album. Y'all are so inspiring as parents and as a great couple, a real team. Keep up the Stop awesome right work. <laughs> and know right we keep listening. The reason I included Karen is thank you. That's very kind. Very what sweet. a very, very nice, nice uh, note to we receive. Perfect. Far from it. Far from it. I, when, when this note came in from Karen, I was thinking to myself, I think we do a great job parenting. But we, we are we are we just do our best just like everybody else can. We do not have and never have had the perfect marriage. There is no such thing. If you think you're in a perfect marriage, you're not being honest with yourself. Right. We have disagreements. We we don't uh, all, all every time agree with the same stuff. I, I pick on you a little bit, you pick on me a little bit. That's actually the fun, I think we're both funny together. You know, we all have always laughed at one another's jokes. We make each other laugh. Yes. Which I think why the, I enjoy listening to podcasts so much. Maybe you as well. Listening right now. Well, but we're, listen, we're, although, yes, we are a real team. Uh, yes. We're not, uh, I think it's great that you look to us as inspiring. We but. try. We try our hardest. <laughs> but I will tell you. Uh, it's, Karen McKibben shooting low. It's difficult during the, uh, during the old corona because, I mean, it's like, we, you're around each other all the time. Both of us have laughed. It's like you just kind of sometimes have to get – I know we're not supposed to, and I don't want the mayor to get mad at us because we don't go anywhere. But sometimes you just have to get in your individual car and just drive around, blast out some 80s music or something. And what a lot of people are experiencing right now, we experienced back in July of yeah. last year when I was fired. Yeah. And that's going through everything that you have, your finances. Uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to cut? How are we going to make it through this? And it's a very is is as emo, as you're discovering right now. Listen to the podcast. It is as emotionally draining as it is financially. Yes, if you've lost your job or if you're kind that's of worried okay. about where it's going to go. Yep. Tiffany Ross Williams dropped us a line. Uh, Caddy and Donna, my husband and I listened to you on Kicks for years. Moved to Houston back in 2014. We continued to listen on the app. Uh, enjoy your podcast with Donna more than all of your years on radio combined. And I agree. Thank you. You got me off work once. I should stop right there and say that that's a bit I did. Yes, it was very air. funny. I would call and talk to your boss and get you off live on the radio. On Saturday, my husband asked to read the le- asked me to read the letter to him. We often listen to your podcast together. I explained he should probably sign up for his own because I didn't know if we would make it as husband and wife through quarantine. And I was getting custody of the letter. Thanks for lifelong <laughs> laughs. Uh, they're in Katy, Texas, outside of Houston. Tiffany and Ross Williams. We appreciate that very much. And thank you for allowing us to be part of your life. Who intro the show? Atlanta radio legend, Cal Cross. Cal Cross. Cal and I worked together at Kicks and Y106 from the moment I got here to Atlanta in 94 when I was 19 years old until Cal uh, left radio in 97. But in that three-year period, Cal and I became really, really good friends. And he just got on Facebook like a month ago. Yeah. And we connected there. We reconnected there. Um, And I said, hey, man, I would love it if you would be willing to do the intro to the podcast. Uh, when Cal left Y106, he did midnight to to five before rhubarb came on. And when Cal left radio in 97, he went into real estate. He was done with radio. Yeah. And then he got a call about four years ago from the bear, 92.5, 92.5, the bear, which is on the South side of Atlanta. And he's now there doing mornings and loving it. And still does his real estate, you know, after the show. Yeah. He's got a great voice. Always had a great voice. Cal Cross on Y106.7. <laughs> I would used to, uh, 
when I was able to drink or when John Galuccio would let me in the back door at the buckboard, which that happened, I would need to sober up before I drove back to wherever, you know, I've lived in every metro uh, county in the metropolitan Atlanta area. And before I would drive home, I need to sober up. So I would go back to the radio station, which is only a mile from the buckboard. And, um, and I would sit in there with Cal and we just laugh and laugh and laugh. And, and, <laughs> and I always had to be gone before Rubar got there. Cause I didn't want Ruby to know yes. that I'd been out up all night. and was still out. Yeah, but up all night. Enjoyed uh, the intro, Cal. Thank you so much, and much love to you, brother. And cannot wait. You know, we talked on the phone this week, catching up, and I bet we talked on the phone for two hours this week about the old, the grand days of radio. So, That's congratulations nice. on the gig. And tune Cal Cross in mornings, uh, five thirty to ten on ninety two five The Bear and the Bear ninety two five dot com. We do have a small ask of you. Three things, if you don't mind. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. You know, I'm hearing from a lot of people, Donna, that um, are catching up. They say. Yeah. You know, because you have a lot of time on your hands right now. And that's fantastic. But um, Linda Leon, who's been a pod peep in the past and is a huge supporter of, of, of my radio career and now in podcasting, too. Uh, she sent me a tweet and it said, um, uh, basically, I'm, I'm catching. I, I dropped out for a little bit, had a lot going on. I'm catching up and loving it. And she was referring to the episode where we went to Charlotte's new school to have the family interview. Oh, yes. Which is one of my favorite stories yes, yes, yes. in the podcast where you had this eloquent Yes. Um, as far as we know, she's still moment. Except, and I was like, "Well, shit, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to follow that up." Anyway, that was a good one. I said to to Lynn, I responded, and I said, "Listen, there's um, there's no catching up. That's the great thing about podcasting. Absolutely, you can start when you want, you can listen when you want, you can stop and pick up, you can go, you can skip episodes even." I know people tell me all the time, they always say, I'm so sorry, I'm a little behind. It's like, you don't have to apologize. The one thing we don't want you to do is ever leave for good. So um, as long as you keep listening and you download and more importantly, tell people if you like it, that helps a lot too. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the podcast. Number three, show our sponsors some love. And they include Tracy Cousineau. Happy birthday week, Tracy Cousineau. Yeah. And real estate expert advisors. Call Tracy today. Wish her a happy birthday at 855-MY-EXPERT. Dinner affair. You can get $30 off any order for first-time customers. Promo code is CADDY. It's a great time to jump in. 1-800-HURT-911-CAR-ACCIDENT. It's a 911 call. Call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. And gallery furniture on Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna or now ask for her daughter, Marilyn. Core 57 Milton and Alpharetta City Center. Thanks for your pod support as well. New episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. <laughs>